1: We're always looking for something that has benefit to the advisor community and financial with a Y can build you the advisor, an app to retain clients, build trust, and provide a new service without ever reducing your fees. Yeah, you heard that right. We've invited Tom Fields, who's the founder at Financial, to talk more about, as they say, being the financial advisor that fits in their pocket. Welcome to the podcast,
0: Tom. Hey, thanks, Doug. It's a pleasure to be on here. I got to say thanks for uh, always being in my ear on the commute. And it's just great to, uh, to to flip the script a little bit and actually be on the podcast. So appreciate it.
1: Well, we're, we're excited about having you. So for anyone who might not know about financial, do you mind providing us your background and how you entered the wealth tech space?
0: Absolutely. Um, so I actually used to be a traditional financial advisor. Um, I had what I would say uh, something, hopefully none of our listeners has had happen to them, but uh, I'm actually thankful that it happened because it it brought me into this space of of wealth tech. Um, So, you know, I was a financial advisor. I was focused on growing my business at the time. Uh, It was very much of an old school mentality, RAA, definitely not playing first, and uh, what happened for me was actually I received a TOA, a uh, transfer of assets, and it was my largest client. <laughs> so heart sunk, um, you know, just just was not a good feeling, called the individual. I loved him as a father, loved him as an entrepreneur, um, just wanted to know, you know, what, what happened. And I'll, I'll never forget, he said, you know, Tom, it wasn't like you underperformed or your planning was off. It was, I just haven't heard from you in six months. So... I took that very seriously and, and realized that right now, um, you know, advisors struggle to create scalable communication for their clients. Uh, and that really just was the paradigm shift for me of thinking, you know, if clients are on their phones for five hours a day, why are we not there? Um, if the number one reason a client ever fires their financial advisor is lack of communication, it's really the only way to eliminate that is to actually be on their phone. Um, So that was kind of the bridge that led to financial. uh, And it's just been an amazing journey uh, since then.
1: Your motto is never lose a client, which is a incredibly bold statement. Can you explain the significance of retention for RIAs and how financial is helping in this regard?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, retention is the most important KPI um, in in. In regards to the RA space, and when you look at the stats, if you have a ninety-five percent retention rate, you're actually considered, you know, a, a high performer in the high caliber in regards. Um, but I'm I'm almost pushing the limit of like, what what does it look like if you get ninety-nine percent retention? And the only way to really drive that number up is to eliminate the number one reason. Personally, what happened to me why a client will ever fire their financial advisor which is lack of communication. So, you know, we're focused on the client experience. If you want to eliminate that number one reason why a client will ever fire you, lack of communication, you need to provide the right client client experience. And that has to be on their phone because that's where they're spending five hours a day. You know, more statistics here, a client clicks into 67 apps a day, you know, and, and it's it's just... It's very obvious to think that if we want to be in front of our clients and really communicate and add value and be a coach, you know, we need to be where they're at, which is on the phone. Um, so when you actually just solely focus on the client experience, get away from really that performance and planning and just focus on how can we just love our clients where they're at, you know, that, that's really where that statement comes of never lose a client.
1: So let's, let's stay focused on the client experience. Can you explain the difference between traditional client portals and the approach financial takes in terms of designing the client experience the end user is actually looking for?
0: Absolutely. Um, so, you know, I, I just looked at this, uh, the 2022 Fidelity Benchmark report. It's a great report. Uh, the top three client portals, um, eMoney, eMoney. Tamarack, Black Diamond. Okay. And what I would challenge our listeners to, to, to think about is are your clients actually on that portal? I mean, are they actually logging into eMoney? Are they actually going to Black Diamond or Tamarack? Um, I like to think of those portals as a planning portal or a performance portal because in order to be a, a client portal, you, know, you have to start from the outside in, which is what does my client actually want to. to to experience, not necessarily inside out, which is what are the tools that help advisors, you know, do great work for their clients. So financial really takes in, okay, if we want to be great communicators, you know, we need to show a snapshot, obviously, of the planning, of their performance, but the client portal needs to be about communication, Um, so, you know, we, we really have almost a, the best way to put it, Doug is like a closed end social media platform that we'll get into here later. I'm sure that you can actually post directly to your clients that can talk one-on-one with you. we have various integrations that we bring these other portals into. So instead of the client having to go to your website, remember their login, like click into e-money, click into black diamond, to view, all this various data, like now they're just clicking one app, which is on their phone, which is where they're at. So it's just shifting it from just, you know, again, clients, do they really care about the planning and performance? That's very important. But I think this is such a relationship business that you need to focus more on the communication and that will create that ultimate client portal.
1: Let's talk about the next gen. This is an issue many financial advisors are facing. Can you speak to the current trend of wealth transfer and the challenges financial advisors face in engaging with the next generation of clients and how does financial technology address these challenges and support yeah. the shift from traditional financial advice to maybe financial coaching?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love, you just said financial coaching. Um, I think, you know, next gen, it, it almost like gives advisors goosebumps right now. It's because the, it's very clear there's opportunity. Um, it's In fact, I think it's $84 trillion of wealth are transferring over the next 25 years, and this has already started. This isn't something that's happening in five years, uh, so it's about two trillion a year. And if you look at again the numbers, only 13% of advisors have actually engaged with NextGen. So you have to take a step back and say, like, why is that? And I think there's there's really two things. It's it's I don't know. I, the advisor understands that what that next gen values is different than their baby boomer client, but also they're very worried about how do I create scale to serve that next gen. Um, so next gen is so important. It's something that we've truly focused on because you know right now, especially next gen, I know I, I continue to say this, but everyone is on their phone. They're used to going to like a TikTok or an Instagram and they're learning, which is great. But the one advantage that a licensed professional has is that they are licensed. Like you can actually provide a full circle offering by educating your clients, holding them accountable, and taking action with that next gen. So I just think uh, it's advisors right now don't have the right platform to introduce next gen it's not like they necessarily don't want to serve them it's just they're they're a little bit handcuffed when it comes to how can i actually create the experience that they want Um, that will also give my team scale to serve them and ultimately you're, you're you're shifting with this next gen from a financial advisor to really a financial coach because it's the behavioral aspects of money that this next gen really appreciates not necessarily the asset allocation, you know, ETF mutual funds. Obviously that's important, but the value of next gen is is really more on that emotional side. Um and I just I loved how you you mentioned financial coach right there.
1: How do you think social media plays a role in the way the next gen of clients is going to consume financial advice? And how do you think financial advisors can leverage this trend to reach and engage with them? And then how does financial f- platform fit into all this?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So um social media, like it's uh there's a reason why these companies are are worth trillions of dollars, is is they've figured out how to capture our attention. Um, so we have an entire generation going to YouTube, going to TikTok, looking on Instagram. And I'm not knocking any of the creators out there, certainly. You know, there's some great ones, but that's where they're learning. Um, but the problem is, is that when you're not licensed with the SEC, right? Like, there's no way to take action. And so, the the real answer here here is let's create a platform that's branded under the RAA that looks and feels and can act like scale the way that social media does. Um, the reason why a financial advisor will post on a LinkedIn is, you know, you can create that 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 content and so many views can come from it. Um, but when you can actually bring in that, that closed kind of social media platform, you don't have to worry about competing against the YouTube creators. You don't have to worry about you know, the LinkedIn algorithm and who's seeing your message. Like you actually will have a push notification from your brand, right? That pulls in your clients back into your own app and they're learning from you and you know, adding on to that licensed professional they're able to communicate right back to you. Um, so it's just, we need to be on mobile, especially with this next generation and the advisors who, who understand this opportunity, who understand that it just takes one call to, to your, you know, your, your baby boomer adult client and say, hey, we wanna help your kids out. Um, we, want, we wanna put them on this platform and we truly just wanna be in their lives. I mean, you can't touch your client's heart any other way, the way if, if that is, if you can actually help their next generation. So there's this huge lever that I think advisors can pull, but ultimately, you know, you have to be, you have to have that platform that looks and feels like social media because that's what this generation is used to. But when you add a licensed professional on the back end, you know, that's where the opportunity is at and you know there's already some amazing RAs out there that are taking advantage of of this large wealth transfer that's happening.
1: Let's talk let's dig deep into financial. So what are the benefits of using a client-facing app for content marketing as opposed to some of the traditional methods and how does your technology help financial advisors?
0: Yeah, yeah. So um you know, I uh it's funny sometimes when we're, when I'm talking with certain RAs or financial advisors um, you know, they're putting a lot of content on YouTube and maybe they have a podcast and they're, they're posting on LinkedIn. And, uh, you know, I, I find out, I'm talking with them, hey, how many households do you serve? It could be a thousand, it could be 5,000. And then you look at the, the YouTube views and it's not, it's not that the content isn't great. It's just the wrong platform. Meaning if, you know, if you have, have 3,000 clients and you're only having 30 views on your YouTube, like there is, there, there's a break somewhere. Um, and it's just the difference of if if a client gets a push notification from the YouTube brand, there's no loyalty there. Like, so what's going to make them to click that notification, go into the actual platform, you know, maybe watch your video? They're going to get distracted. Um, but when you actually have your own app. Um, and you can drive engagement through push notifications and your client already just deeply loves you. They're going to see that brand. They're going to click into it. And now they're in your own app where you can actually have this content. That's great. That's again, just might be getting low engagement on certain platforms but when you're posting to your clients, like you're posting directly to their pocket. They have the opportunity to, to really learn from you. Um, and it's just that shift of it's, I don't, you know, I don't uh, want advisors to ever get discouraged when it comes to content because the content's great. Like they're finding their voice. You can tell it's just, sometimes it, it hurts when you put this work with content in and you don't get the views that you want, but all you have to do is just post to your clients. Um, and they're, you know, If you feed your clients with education, they will feed you in regards to, you know, organic growth, client referrals, all these different things, because you're providing such a different client experience at that point than the industry standard.
1: Advisors are always looking to grow and client referrals seem to be the lifeline there. How can financial advisors use financial to help differentiate their service offering and client experience from the competition?
0: Yeah, it's um, you know, it's a big bottleneck in the industry. Um, you know, I think, uh, again from a benchmark study, and I was shocked when I saw this, but it's uh, only five percent of clients refer their friends. So it's it's why is that? Um, and. 2022 is a great wake up for for firms because you can't just ride market growth like you actually have to drive net new revenue you have to drive new assets in um and going back to you know five percent of clients are only referring like why is that um ultimately it might be a hard pill to swallow but it you know maybe you're just not being a differentiator um you know when I speak with certain firms and they want to grow by client referrals, the question is almost, well, how are you referable? Like what truly is the differentiator? Because it's not right now being a fiduciary, providing financial planning. These are are standards now. So we have to continue to level up. And when you can focus on the client experience, you can add value, you can produce uh, communication at scale and you're on your client's phone. Again, like this is such a way to do deeply connect with your clients and their next generation where they're going to your app to learn, like they're going to your app to view their their playing, they're going to your app to view their performance. And when they're with friends, and they can click your app and learn about the secure act and how it's affecting them. And their friend sees that like, you know, wow, what is that? Such a different, um, you know, value creation type of platform. Um, and then ultimately, we we, we recognize like, if you, Doug, if you really think about organic growth in the current client referral system, um, even if your friend wants to to refer you out, they have to, you know, tell their friend, "Hey, you should call my advisor," and then the friend has to remember to call the advisor, and then the advisor has to pick up or answer the email. You have to schedule, you know, certain times. It's way too complicated, too many steps. Uh, we just actually have a refer friend feature within the app, so you just click a button. Truly, a QR code pops up. Uh, the friend just scans that QR code. It takes them right to the Calendly or whatever uh, system that that firm is using, and you just get that meeting. So it's just a way to, you know, if you're on your your client's phone, it just creates so much opportunity because that is where their attention is at. Uh, it you know, again, just five hours a day. It, it's uh, it's really unbelievable.
1: So last one, and I'll get you out of here on this question: How does financial technology help advisors? To provide a seamless and personalized client experience with integrations into their own app, which sounds really cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we've, uh, you know, so like I said, I'm a, I was a past financial advisor, um, certainly not a tech individual. I was extremely blessed to meet my CTO, whose father actually runs a very large um, RA in Tennessee. So he just had that dinner table talk, but he also uh, can can uh can do the ones and zeros and and work the tech. Uh, and we understand that what we don't want to do is provide another platform that advisors or clients have to remember passwords to. Uh, we really just want to take everything all, all the different tools that they're using and just bring it in. Um so we have integrations with you know the top planning uh softwares eMoney uh you know Integrations with the top performance uh, reporting, Black Diamond, uh, you know, Tamrax launching here soon, Orion's also coming. So, bringing everything together, integrating with CRMs, integrating with social media archiving um, companies, just bring it into one clean platform. So, again, instead of a client having to figure out where to go to view certain things, they're just pounding your brand on their phone um really just rounds that experience out for the client and just makes it very easy for them to recognize all the great work uh that you're doing.
1: Um this is just great stuff and I really appreciate you coming on and joining us today.
0: I I mean hey it's a it's a pleasure. We're uh we're really excited um you know it's just it's uh yeah just thank you so much for for the opportunity Doug you know again just very very grateful for this.
1: To learn more about Financial, please visit financial.com, and that's F-Y-N-A-N-C-I-A-L.com. Please follow us for timely updates on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook, all at Advisorpedia. For everyone at Advisorpedia, our producer, Julius Mullen, and the Power Your Advice podcast team, this is Doug Heikenman.